Welcome to Click Stop, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstock today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everybody know that Clickstock is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest HeroClicks retailer. <coughs> Find HeroClicks new and old on Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code Clickstock for 5% off your HeroClicks order. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, merchant and pre-order items do not apply if you haven't forgotten. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash clickstoff. We have a few more days left in our February contest for a Brick of World of the Realms. Uh, where you fill out a tier maker and you can get a free entry. And also you can get entries for becoming a Patreon member. Because if you like what you're hearing today, check us out. Patreon.com forward slash clickstoff. $1 and $3. Uh, help support us and get entered into our monthly giveaways. $5 and above. Gets entered into our exclusive Discord's Discord channel for HeroClick strategy and tactics. And uh, Clicksoft is also brought to you today by the bottle of red wine that I had tonight. Um, I typically Boone's Farm. It no, was not Boone's Farm. It was a barrel a. <laughs> it was a bourbon barrel aged red wine. Um, I have not drank much in the past like fourteen months, so I am like. I am like perfect for a podcast tonight. So, is um, that a dry red or a sweet red? Uh, sweet. So, um, joining me tonight is Tyler Steel Welltailing Spees. <laughs> and well, what is okay. it? What is it? Elden Tyler, or or is it Tyler Elden Scrolls? Tyler Elden Ring. Elden Tyler Ring. Dodge Roll Spees. Elden, <laughs> Elden Scrolls. Elden he just combined Scrolls. two games. It's Elden right. Ring. Yeah. And then uh, Alex. Uh, oh man, to Alex, I'm just back on not having a good middle name for you. Coos. Oh, hey. Yeah. This is, man, it sounds like we all had wine tonight. We're kind of all over the <laughs> place. Yeah, we're all over the place. We haven't recorded in a few weeks, so it's fine. Um, and then our main special guest tonight is uh, Azareth Strife, hey, the Coffee and Clicks, game. the Coffee and Clicks champion. So uh, congratulations mm. on your win, Azareth. So, Thank you. Um, Tyler, there is like a fan in your background again. Just FYI. Um, it's funny how we can hear everything but Tyler. But Tyler, right? Yeah. Um, so. No, we can't hear you at all. You're like in the other room playing Elden Ring. Really? Yes. Yeah. 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 You are. You are pretty low on your on your volume. So. What if What if Tyler got sucked into Elden Ring and he's trying to call to us from the game? Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be hilarious. So you know um, how, how, regardless of how amazing the game is. Out of all the worlds it gets sucked into, Elden Ring's probably bottom of the list, right? Like, <laughs> like Pokemon, that'd be a cool place to go to. Like, ton of other cool places, but like a Dark Souls type game, no, thank you. Like, yeah. as cool as the game is, I do not want to get sucked into one of those. 
Although you got to be careful getting sucked into a Pokemon world now with Pokemon Legends of Arceus, because those That's Pokemon true. try to kill you. <laughs> that that is true. Uh, that is very true. No, no, you're not. You're not. You're not volume on your uh, um, microphone. So, uh, anyways, tonight we are here to, of course, talk about Azra's win. That's going to be the last part of the episode. Um, I, um, I personally have two hot takes to share. Uh, throughout the episode and then uh, I think we're going to start off with my recent collection buy um, and kind of the story behind that and it's, Tyler it sounds like you're shuffling papers now um, <laughs> he's got to file reports yeah it's like are you are you filing TPS reports tonight on a Friday or the, it's the Elden Ring strategy guide the yeah. Prima, the Prima strategy guy. Yeah. yeah, did you go to GameStop today and buy that? Oh, oh man, I'm not going to lie. I miss those things. I do too. Yeah, they were. That, that was. They were super OP. Like they were so fun to like, like when you had to take a bathroom break. You're like, I'm going to take the strategy guide with me, and I'll sit there and figure out what I'm supposed to do. I used like, to take it to school with me when yeah. I was in grade school, and I would just sit there and read it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember, I remember, so like, uh, I know Alex, you're like 34 or five, right? Five. 35. Right. Yeah. Are you going to be 36 this year or did you already just recently turn? Yeah. 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 Later this year. All right. It's... So we're, we're the same age. I'm going to turn 36 this year too. So it's fine, Alex. Uh, and, and so okay. as is Azrath, how old are you? Are you going to be like, what, like 30? I'm going to be 30. I'll be 33 this year. Okay. okay. So you're about to steal. Yeah. So you're right there with us. Tyler's the young, the young gun here. Um, but I remember like going to the grocery store and buying the cheat code guides. Yeah. The game shark guides. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we used to roll out. That's what we used to, you know, have to play with uh, back in the day. It, it evolved. Like it, it was at one point the cheat code guides and you bought the Prima strategy guides and then you went to like game FAQs when everything went online. Yep, it's like, yeah, like oh, I'm gonna go to game FAQs to find it. And now it's just you Google it and you get a bunch of garbage websites. Yeah. Do you remember Nintendo? Do you remember Nintendo Power? I love Nintendo Power. I wish I could go back and collect them all. Right, like, right. Well, so I was a Sega Genesis guy. So, all right, respect. No, that's the worst one. Uh, and Tyler's back. And Tyler's <laughs> back. So nice song. Okay. All right, I'll bring us back together. You sound better now. So, um, so I, I remember not to take us. I just want one last thing about okay. Nintendo Power. <laughs> That's what got me into Pokemon. I remember yep. reading about Pocket Monsters coming out, being so hyped as a kid. Yep. Sitting here reading the Nintendo Power because it's like here's Pallet Town, and you go up to Route One or whatever. And then I remember reading that saying, "All right, I'm going to pick like Charmander or Squirtle." And then the and then the anime hit, and then the game came out. It was like such a golden time as a kid. I was that... so into Pokemon as a kid. I played Fire Red and didn't even own a Game Boy. I borrowed a Game Boy from a neighbor. I re- um, I wasn't I... allowed to play Pokemon because it caused seizures. <laughs> so. I'm sorry so, that you were deprived of that. That's so random. <laughs> I'm sorry you were deprived of that joy, Tyler. Me too. It was sad. Yeah, so like I, I, I'm with Tyler. Like I also had some pretty strict 
um, restrictions on the content <laughs> I was allowed to consume. So, mm-hmm. I just my, mom, my mom's sitting there playing Mortal Kombat, kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar here. My my mom was playing Doom, uh, oh Mist. Yeah, yep, like yep. legit. I would sit there. She's playing Doom, or she's yep. playing Mist. All those computer games. I remember mm-hmm. Seventh mm-hmm. Guest. Yeah, I wasn't, allowed, I wasn't allowed to play Smash Brothers because it had Pikachu in it. <laughs> I remember when po- the, day like po- the day Pokemon Gold came out, I was on a field trip and I used all of my lunch money on the field trip to buy the game. I didn't even bring a Game Boy. And I remember my mom was so mad because <laughs> I had yep. to like bum food off of people because I just used my lunch money to buy a Pokemon game. This oh, podcast but... took, took the best turn it could possibly. Yes. Take. yes. Possible, so, yeah. th- speaking of nostalgia, right? Yeah, speaking of things that are twenty years old, um, <laughs> so, king of segways. I right, got you. Dave. Yeah. Thanks for bringing us back around there, Alex. So, <laughs> so Jason Alvey was not able to join us tonight um, to provide some color here. So, I just I just wanted to tell the story of how I ended up with 16 Legacy Thanoses tonight. Um, and, Ty- and Tyler, your fan is still on. I don't hear it that much, though. I don't really hear he it. Is pop- yeah, I don't hear it that much. I don't either, but he's still popping through in Discord. So, But anyways, so this guy, so I, so anyways, I was talking to Jason, right? Because Jason's local to me. Tyler and Alex are both about three to four hours away from us. So, But Jason's local, and we play every week. And so, like, I'm talking to Jason. I'm like, Jason, I we're going to the local flea markets, flea markets and stuff. And I'm like, Jason, there's got to be a bucket full of Thanoses somewhere, right? Like, there's got to be a honey hole of legacy cards, of legacy card shit somewhere, right? Yep. There's just got to be, right? I'm like, where is it? I'm going to find it. So I remember this guy posting this collection back in December, and I'm like... He was about three and a half hours away from me, and I'm like, I just, I know, I'm not gonna go do it. I don't, I don't want to do it. It's just too much stuff. Um, but then, so like, I'm t- literally telling this to Jason on Thursday. Um, this was about eight days ago, and then on Sunday, the guy reposts the collection, and then Jason tags me in it, and I see it, and once again, I'm like, he's about three and a half hours away. It's just too much. I don't want to spend the $400 on the collection. It was in the Heroclix International Exchange group. And I'm like, I just don't want to spend the money. I don't want to drive that far. I don't really have time right now to get it done. Right? It's just... I, I, I'm, I'm making all of the excuses to just not do it. Right? Instead of, like, figuring out what it is to go do it. Uh, because in the pictures, right, you can see that there is a Legacy Thanos and a veteran doom um okay so um you can see that in the photos and i'm like okay well he's How probably he, he was asking for four it was four hundred dollars so jason tags me and i'm and i just ignore it for most of the day i don't even really talk to sam about it um but then mark p i don't know how to pronounce mark's last name pogowski uh, i think it's a polish type name pos pos mark posgi messages me and marks up in chicago with nate and pat and ken 
And Mark messaged me and says, hey, if you get that collection, I'll go halvesies with you. Because there's Mage Knight in there. And he says, I want all of the Mage Knight. You can have all the hero clicks. And I'm like, well, this makes it more interesting. So he's about three and a half hours away, which is, is near Cincinnati, which is where Tyler's at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I messaged the guy and I was like, hey, will you meet me halfway? And he's like, no, I can't meet you. Um, I don't have time. I don't want to deal with it. He's like, somebody, I, I FaceTimed the guy and talked to him for like 20 minutes. And he's like, somebody offered me $100 for this Thanos back in December. And I just didn't want to deal with it. So he's asking $400 for the collection. Somebody offers him a Thanos of $100 for the Thanos. It's on top of the pile. Because you got to remember, this is like a 25-gallon tote and two 15-gallon totes. Half full. The 25-gallon tote is full. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this guy This guy doesn't want to deal with shipping out one little figure for $100, right? So I'm like, okay. Um. So we get to talking, and I'm like... He's like, well, I'm a school counselor and I'm off on Monday because this past Monday was President's Day. And I look at my work calendar and I'm like, well, I can get off. I can take off the day. We've got optional holidays. I'll take the day off. So I message my boss and my team and I'm like, I got to take off Monday. And I'm like, I can come up there and meet you Monday. So I get on the road. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning which is early for me because I work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's early. So I get up, I get on the road. I'm out on the road by six, which is seven Eastern time. And I head towards Cincinnati. I also messaged Tyler to be like, Hey <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to be here. You want to meet for lunch? Tyler wakes up two hours after I've already I was going to say, Tyler doesn't wake up till the evening. If you messaged me at 5 a.m., you had a better shot of getting a response. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so I plow up there, you know, and I get there about 10.30, which is 9.30 my time. You know, I just drive. Traffic's good. All this other stuff, right? I have a good trip up there. And um, everything goes really well. I get the stuff. And I'm like, this is a shit ton of stuff. Like, a 20, like, you think, like, a 25-gallon tub, right? Like, if you store stuff in It's your, even more than you anticipated. It's even more than I anticipated, right? And, like, my instinct is, like, I want to stand here and go through it. But I'm, like, I have got about three hours and ten minute drive home. I have got to get home or I'm not going to get home today. So, I plow back home. I eat at uh, Waffle House, which Waffle, well, we don't have Waffle House near my house, near my home. So, um, I do get to enjoy some Waffle House. Um, and then when I'm at the Waffle House about 90 minutes back the other way, Tyler messaged me like, hey, where are you at? <laughs> so, to put this in perspective, I sent Tyler the note of where it was at. Um, so, this whole collection was 19 minutes from Tyler's house. <laughs> oh wow! You could have just had Tyler pick it up. Yeah, I could have. Or I could have just paid attention to Paul. Yeah, or Tyler could have done this deal himself. So, anyways, I get home at about one fifteen, right? So it's six o'clock in the morning till about one fifteen. So what is that? You know, seven hours and fifteen minutes. I make the turn and burn yeah. trip. Um, and I really want to take a nap at this point. 
Sure. But I don't. I'm like, I've got to figure out what's going through this. So I go through the one 15-gallon tub that has all the... It has a bunch of baggies in it. And it's just such a weird experience. It's almost like surreal. Um... Because, it's probably like a trip down memory lane. It is, but like this guy, like I'm trying to. So like the guy that I got the collection from is not the guy that collected it. He got okay. the he got the collection from the guy that collected it, and he said that he just gave it to him. Mm. And so like you know I you know clicks have maintained their value throughout the years, right? Like so like uh. uh like uh, uh, the veteran night the the unique well the you like well, I'll explain what I'm trying to say here Tyler like the unique nightcrawler from the second Marvel set Clobber and Time was a hundred dollars back then I remember that nightcrawler right mm-hmm. so like it was the first nightcrawler the first piece that had hypersonic or whatever in Marvel first Marvel piece yeah, yeah first Marvel piece to have hypersonic right so like. It was $100 back then. There mm-hmm. ends up being eight of them in this collection. What's he worth now? Uh, 25 bucks a piece. That's not bad. So, and I'm like, okay. So, I go through the first tub, and obviously I'm like, I'm, I want to make my money back and my time. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to find, like, you know, KC pieces... The old KC pieces, like KC Superman, KC Wonder Woman, they made a legacy card for, um, and, you know, like, uh, Nightcrawler and Thanos, right? Because I know I got the Thanos, the Veteran Doom, um, so I go through the first 15-gallon tub, and I find six complete Thanoses. And this this is before Sam gets off work and comes home. I'm riding high. I'm like, I have found six fucking legacy Thanoses in this one <laughs> container. And yep. so I, I've weighed it all. It's 122 pounds of hero clicks. That's a lot. And so... Didn't you also... You only paid half for it, right? I only paid half for it. I said that right, because Mark P. went in half yeah. with me. Mark Pazowski went in. You paid $200. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. $200. Right. I paid $200, and I end up in the first tub with six Legacy Thanoses. Um, and my mind is blown. I'm just like, yeah. what have I done? Right? Um, so... I you start, found the bucket. I found the bucket that I was looking for. Um, so then Sam comes home, and the first night, I think I end up with like fourteen complete Thanoses and like twenty sculpts total. Holy smokes! That was the first night. Sam and I had to go to bed. We both had to work on Tuesday. That sort of thing. So Tuesday after work, you know, Sam comes home. We start sorting again. I end up with like, I end up with sixteen complete legacy Thanoses and eight extra sculpts. Um, so there was a total, a potential total of twenty four legacy Thanoses in this collection. That is, uh, that's not bad. And Man. so, it so, almost seems like that was the figure that was the most in like the tubs. Yeah, and it was crazy. But so I end up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I end up with eight of the Nightcrawlers. 
Um, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one. I end up with twenty-one Casey Magogs. Um, because like these Casey figures were big deals back in the day. I end up with like end up with like um six Legacy Fire Lords, the veteran. Um, any uh, any lockjaws? No, so that was what's funny. So lockjaw, so the so the O seventy five lockjaw uh, Doctor Doom was not from Fantastic Forces. I end up with two or three of them, three of them. So Fantastic Forces, we got the Scarlet Witch, the Lockjaw, and the O ninety five Doom. I end up with zero of them. There are there are hundreds of figures from sets before and after Fantastic Forces, um, but there was like five total figures from Fantastic Forces in the entire hundred and twenty two pounds. Now, would I would I have loved to ended up with a bucket full of veteran lockjaws? Sure, I'm not complaining by any means, but like, like sixteen Thanoses. Yeah, it was just such an oddity. Because there was so many figures from sets before and after Fantastic Forces, it was like this guy, this collector, skipped Fantastic Forces. By he just line. hated that set so much, he refused to buy right. any of it. Now, now, did he? Did he have a decent amount of Fantastic Four pieces? Like just like yes, yes. There was okay. other Fantastic Four pieces, just not okay. from. He just didn't. He didn't just hate Fantastic Four. Right. Okay. Yeah, that is correct. I mean, I could, I could see that, though. I mean, I could see someone saying, I'm not a big Fantastic Four fan. I don't want to keep any of these pieces. Right. right. So there was plenty of, like... Um, so the there was a Mr. Fantastic that I ran into a whole bunch of. Um, and there was Human Torches and Invisible Girls. Those were all from Clobber and Time. Um, what, was the, what was the most recent set so, that was in so the most recent thing was GSX, and okay. there was no less than 30, I'm not exaggerating here, there was no less than 30 GSX Super Rare Storm bases in that collection, and not a single GSX Storm sculpt. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Yikes. Weird. Every one of them was broken off, and there was GSX Storm dials, bases in there. No less than 30. I don't understand how... Why would someone have this many hero clicks? I don't... I don't know. I, that's the whole thing. It's like, beyond the co- collector. It's like a hoarder. Yeah. Right. So, like... So if Unless he, he was a... A collector or a seller. But if he was a seller, money. right? Well, so I, I, Alex, I thought about the seller thing, and he would know mm-hmm. the value if he was a seller, then he was a pretty poor seller because he had like all these uniques and stuff that were worth money back in the day. What if he owned a store and he just took in a collection and then like the store went under? That had to have been what it was, but it doesn't explain like the lack of Fantastic Forces. Um, true, true. Because so there was Clobber in Time, or there was infi- lots of Infinity Challenge. 
but there was and there it was, was all Marvel, right? Clearly, no, a lot no, of it there out. was a lot of hyper time. Oh, okay. Um, there was a lot of clobbering time. I said that already. Um, mm-hmm. there was quite a bit of explosion. Because I ended up with a lot of um, golds, um, the LEs, the LEs, um, and I'm just looking through realms right here. So there was quite a how bit. Many, of... How many legacy destinies did? Uh, three. Okay. A three or four. So legacy destiny was um, what was she? Was she mutant mayhem? Yeah. And so I ended up with a few of her. I ended up with a few of the. Um, uh, Deadpool's. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, which also, I mean, the decent money. There's a. They're about thirty dollars with their legacy card. Um, oh really? Yeah. And, and then I Deadpool's ended up. Popular. Deadpool's yeah. popular. And then I ended up with. Uh, was it? Uh, what was the Captain America from? Um, Ultimates. Ultimates. So there was Ultimate stuff. Um, that was a great set. So that was 2004. Uh, Mutations and Monsters. I'm sorry, Mutant Mayhem was 2004. Ended up with that. There was collateral damage figures in there. Because um, like, I ended up with a bunch of the 092 unique Eclipsos. Um, and then there was um, a bunch of... Um, there was a set after Fantastic Forces. Fantastic Forces was 2005, but there was a bunch of collateral damage. Um, but then it went all the way at the GSX. But like as an example, in GSX, there was only the Storm and then a couple of sculpts of the Apocalypse that had the Legacy card. Mm. Um, so... It was a very unique, a very unique collection. Um, I did end up with a few of the um, indie judge prizes, but I ended up with the European ones. Um, so the the European the Euro- be a market for that, right? There is right. So the European indie judge prize was fairly rare, but it's a so there's um there's a, a very short list. There's probably two things that are on the near unobtainium list of hero clicks. And that is the uh, black suit Wolverine from the Toy Fair X, the Toy Fair one. So that's when he's got the black suit, both claws out. Um, Because in Infinity Challenge, he's got the black suit claws with the sword. Um, So... There was, I looked at every Wolverine, and I have, like, a pail of Wolverine. Um, It's just, it's interesting that Legacy Cards has done this to us. Mm -hmm. I mentioned this in the group chat. Like, if you think, like, but right before Legacy Cards came out, if you saw a a collection for sale that had non-Oreo bases, you were like, eh, no. Like, no, thank you. I don't. I don't have time for that. Right. But now it's like, yeah, I'll go dumpster diving. Yes. To see if I can catch something. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've considered going to our local flea market to see if I can maybe find something. Well, that's what I was doing, right? And then, but so, so unobtainium, right? The, the American, so, uh, sorry, the Wolverine, like I was saying, and then the American Indie Judge Prize. Mm. So I did. Batman that's similar? uh, No, the Batman promo is fairly obtainable. Oh, that's the one that has like the his damage power split in half. Uh, yes, I think I have, and I have several of him. Um, so back in the day, yeah. Um, so that that was I learned learned about how rare that Wolverine was at the Clicks Cup. It was part of the trivia. Yes. (laughs) So I did not have any of those that I found, um, and then I did not have any of the, um the other thing the uh the, in, the american indie judge prize but so yeah, the i had the european one i had three of them um so i kept one for myself mm-hmm. i actually had a like a, the rev set of indie stuff from a collection i bought last year um mm-hmm. but now i have a complete set uh, or as complete as i'm ever going to make it of um uh, indie clicks of indie clicks the city of heroes city of villain stuff Mm-mm, no oh. but see that was right yeah. in the middle of all this stuff so yeah they just skipped it i guess i love that stuff yeah i don't know it was so weird um but uh you know lots of cool stuff lots of casey pieces um and, and you know i assume i'm gonna have to go back through this stuff so we separated it all out marvel and dc into two separate tubs we separated out the indie we separated out the sports clicks, the Halo clicks, and the horror clicks. Um, You're just saving it, waiting for the next Legacy round to come out. I was going to say, every set, Dan's going to have to go diving into the, the tubs and be like, what else we got? Yep, totally fine, which is fine. So, um, so yeah, so, like, you know, if you add it all up, I've been trading for Legacy cards um, just so whenever I sell this stuff, right, I'm selling it as uh, the card, and the figure, right? So it's a complete set. It adds a little bit more value. I found that most of the time I'm able to sell it uh, easier as a, a complete set. Um, sure. So, um, so sixteen Thanoses at about eighty dollars a piece. Uh, the Casey stuff. Uh, so funny enough, I still have fifteen Thanoses. Um, I the the Casey stuff and one Thanos has made me back my time gas my portion of the uh order and or my portion of the collection and put me into the gravy so i still have 15 thanoses and i'm getting legacy cards so um there you go so that was anybody needs a legacy thanos reach out to dan yeah let me know so and you would think that the craziness ends there right um and i i checked with mark before i started the podcast and he was okay with me sharing this um, I'm going to give Mark his stuff to, uh, Ken, Pat, and Nate at PJ's event next, in April, but, um, Mark was all over this because the Mage Knight stuff is off the wall. Yeah, Mage Knight's really valuable. Right, really? so there was one complete and one base of the LE, tournament LE, it's called Veratrix. I don't know what that is. I'm just, I'm, it's just the name of the thing. 
Veritrix, no way. Veritrix. <laughs> right, apparently it by itself is worth $300. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Um, and there was a a chase figure of some sort, which it would which was oh, there was two crisis soups in the collection what? too. Oh, um, that, that's actually here in Clicks, really. Right, yeah. yeah. But there the was, one that David Newmark's been looking for? No, no it wasn't. It was the other one. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was a Chase Mage Knight in there, um, which itself is worth like 100, 200 bucks. And it, but it was the same level as the soups. That was. Do people still play Mage Knight? Yeah, I mean, no, there's, not really, but there's people, people that collect it. Collect it. And Mage Knight came before Hero Clicks. Yeah. So oh, well. the the chase was like one in forty eight cases, and it's worth another hundred, two hundred bucks. Um, so he, he easily made his money back. He did, and then there was some guy, some big troll guy with an axe that's worth like two hundred bucks. And then there's the there's the four horsemen that were like a hundred and fifty bucks a piece. Mm. And so he way made his money back uh, as well. And like he was kind of like sheepishly telling me this stuff his way. I kind of took it right. Mark, I know Mark listens to the podcast. So Mark, I, I know you didn't you didn't have any problem telling me. It's just, you know, I kind of feel like you were like not wanting to tell me like, but it's fine, right? Like we agreed to the deal. So it didn't really matter to me. But like, I was like, Mark, how much is this shit that I have? Right? Like. Like, cause I'm never going to, I'm never going to go actively seek out mage Knight, Right. Um, right. I'm like, how much is this stuff that I've got on my table here for you? And he's like, well, you know, it's like 1200 bucks worth of stuff. And so moral of the story is this guy that I got the collection from did not want to even go out and do it. Um, and he uh, lost a lot of money if he would have just put the, right. the time in. Yeah, he did. So. You know, it just ends up being like, you know, like Hero Clicks to me is just this well-rounded adventure adventure of, you know, content creation, you know, playing the game competitively, playing the game casually, um, collect, and collecting, and I guess enough to pay for Hero Clicks for the rest of the year for me via a side hustle. <laughs> so, um well, yeah. well done, Dan. Yeah, so it was a it was a crazy thing, and nobody wanted to deal with the guy. Like, could you imagine if I missed out on it because somebody? Didn't... When did you say he originally posted it? December thirtieth, so like seven okay. seven ish eight ish weeks ago. Could you imagine if Tyler would have just jumped on it and walked down the street and gotten it? I would. I'd have been fine with it, right? Right? Like, that will never have happened. I would never have done that. Like, yeah, we'll just go, we'll meet down the block. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it was clearly the right choice. I just, it's not something I ever <laughs> Right, like, Tyler doesn't do that. Tyler, I, I mean, I buy and sell. Like, last year, for example, like, I went and bought a collection for $100. And mm. um, I got some KC figures out of it. Um, there was no, like, Thanos's or Thanos wasn't a thing back then, but there was no Infinity Challenge in this collection. But like it turned out to be like I've got a I've got it over here on my new shelf that we cleaned up. Um, I got like an REV set or whatever you want to call it, like a CUR basically of almost everything up to Avengers. Uh, the first the first carded the first carded sets. Um, 
And I didn't have that, right? Because I've been playing the game for eight years. So it was a big up for me to get that stuff because I didn't have it. And I like to collect. So... Sure, sure. Um, keep, in, keep in mind, Azur, that Tyler doesn't buy modern. Oh, I know. I so know. Him buying old stuff. I have I've sold one figure to Tyler. <laughs> What's it? Maggot? It's, no, it's DJ Doom. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I'm trying to remember the last time I bought figures, and I think it was that set. The Fantastic Four. Yeah, it was DJ Doom. Yeah. So I would wrap it up with just saying real quick, like I didn't, I didn't like uh, share this story to like flex or anything. I just wanted to share it to like document my adventure. It's cool, right? Yeah, it's a cool story. Because like I want to reach fun. back out to the guy and be like, "Can you get me in touch with the guy that gave it to you?" Like my my <laughs> my worry is that like he died or something. Um, Could be. And you know that is a bit sad because if he died, like. Um, like that means his story is lost. Um, and yeah. I'm hoping to at some point get that story back. Um, yeah. and who lives who who tells your story? Right. I appreciate uh, the Hamilton reference. That was for Tyler too. Yeah, I know he would he would appreciate that. Well, I definitely appreciate it from an existential sense. I didn't understand the Hamilton reference. So, but that was cool, right? So, but Sam and I probably put a combined 12 hours and a couple of late nights into it all. And, like, all of it was separated. There was baggies with just dial bases and, you know, the dial bottoms. And, like, every figure had popped off of its base. So, we touched every one of those dials. And, like, when you look at, like, so many, like, there's an Amazo, a Morgan Le Fay, and a Vision Unique that all have similar stats to Thanos. And, like, uh, so, like, you have to look and stare and think and then move on. Um, mm-hmm. If not, you might you might miss it. So, um, at any rate, it was a lot to do, but it was well worth it. So I'm in the process of still selling all that stuff in the tra- Facebook trade and sell groups and stuff, so. Nice. Um, Anyways, that that was a cool adventure. Um, so on to hot take number one. Um, Chipotle is trash, Tyler. You bastard. Um, I mean, it's worse than Moe's. Moe's is the worst one! You're Why allowed are you to be here? wrong. You're Why allowed are... to be wrong, Tyler. Why are you here? Moe's is literally the trash tier. It's like, how, how can we do Chipotle but the cheapest version possible? That's what Moses. You disgust me. They have better queso. Oh my god. Yeah. So today, um, I went to. Uh, I was like, I want to give Chipotle a try, right? Tyler's been talking it up, and I haven't been to Chipotle in probably ten years at this point. I was like, the last time I went to Chipotle, it instantly oh, before the E. coli. It, before the E. coli stuff, right? Before <laughs> they redid all their stuff, I instantly had to poop. And I was like, Tyler, I'm gonna try Chipotle. If it makes me poop, I'm looking at you. So I try- don't look at me while you poop. Yeah, well, I did. So um, I I tried Chipotle. It tasted okay. It was not exceptionally better I... than Moe's. Um, okay, I'm gonna 
Chipotle's gone a little bit downhill over the pandemic, I think, because most of their, I think it's like 50% of their orders now are online. And yeah. I feel like the quality's dipped since then. So I'll give you that. There are be- there are options. Um, you know what so- the best, so Chipotle has been worse for me since I can't get carne asada. When they have the carne, that's good. Yeah. yeah carne I don't know. So I, I got a burrito bowl. Same, I got the same order I get at Bo's. Uh, burrito bowl, half chicken, half steak, mm-hmm. rice and beans. It shouldn't matter what flavor of rice and beans that I got. I got I got, nope. black, I, got black, I, mean, I got white rice and baked and uh, black beans. Be better uh, without any beans. But yeah, you're right. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay. Sure. It's personal preference. Um, <laughs> but Mo or uh, Chipotle did not have fajita vegetables. What? They were out of them. They just didn't have them today. Uh, which oh. was which was bad, and then I got like I got salsa, sour cream. I paid for the guac, Ooh, okay. um, and um, it, it was fine. I was treating myself today. It was Friday. It was <laughs> it was payday Friday. Um, plus I you know I I just bought a giant collection of shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, the the taste was on par or slightly worse than Moe's. And, um, like, bro, I had to poop. <laughs> That's not how the human digestive system works, okay? It, it, you had it off. It was an off order, okay? Moses is not better. Moses is the worst. Kadoba's pretty good. I, I don't know. I think I think the poop speaks. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly. Having to poop isn't always bad, right? It keeps you regular. Right, but this was not like a a um, this was not like a oh I can wait. It was like oh I have to go now type situation. That is not Chipotle's fault. You don't blame Chipotle for your issues. Okay, well that's this wasn't my issues. Um, but at any rate, so uh, Chipotle is trashed here compared to Moe's. Um, I'll uh, I'll agree with that. Man, all fast food right now is pretty trashed here. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, good gravy. I know that, like, all the stuff going on and inflation and issues. Like, I went to, I don't know how many of you have ever heard of Bojangles. Um, I've heard of it. I went to a Bojangles, which is like KFC, but like Southern KFC. Like, they just deal with chicken. Like Zaxby's. They're like Zaxby's, but Southern. Right. Bojangles I is went delicious, to- by the way. Yeah, it, it's absolutely delicious. I went there and, and they told me they don't have chicken tenders. Like the most basic chicken thing you can have. They just they didn't have any. They're like, no, we're we're out. That's it. Oof. And I'm like, how how do you how can this happen? I was very um quite quite confused. Right. So, anyways, that was hot take number one. Hot take number two is more hero clicks related. Um, so this week I had to do a little bit of YouTube uh, moderation on some of our comments. Um, you know, occasionally we just get people that are just say off the wall shit and sure. like defa- inflammatory. Um, I don't know the derogatory things. It's like you just don't want that stuff. The, so, sh- the shitty comments. Um, so, um, 
But at any rate, I you know somebody commented this week, and I was like, I want to see if they have a if they were in our Facebook group. So I looked up the post, and it was a post from four years ago where they decided to unfollow us. Yeah, they unfollowed us because of the things we said about the uh, X Men Xavier school set. Um, and you know, opinions change over time, and people develop. But I still have an opinion that I hold true four years later. X-Men Xavier School came out four years ago. Um, about this time. Um, and something I'm still kind of grouchy about four years later. Um, Unimind was errated. Uh, and part of the explanation they gave was Unimind required they they required him because he was able to pick a power on your opponent's turn and they didn't like that Unimind was able to do that right they didn't like that you had that your opponent that you had too much decision making to do on your opponent's turn and sure. and during the X-Men Xavier school I complained that uh Leech uh, the one that was anti-pick-a-power um, had too much power because of that ability, right? Because they just freshly errated Unimind and like gave Leech a similar single-power-picking ability on your opponent's turn. Um, and so I was salty about that a little bit. So I was thinking about that, and I'm like, you know what? I am still salty about that because now they release Destroyer Prime, who not only gets to make a dice roll, you get to bring out a figure and have to decide what fucking square to put it in on your opponent's turn. Fair, fair. And it was too much that Uni had to pick a power? That was part of the reason he got errated? I think it's just because he was way too strong. <laughs> but you know what? So, like, that. So, Tyler, I'm okay with just saying if they had just left it at Uni was too strong, my bad guys mm-hmm. and gals. I'm okay with that. But they added. But that wasn't the reasoning you got. That wasn't the. They added too much. Maybe they said too much. They said. I'm sorry, guys and gals. Uh, he picks powers on your opponent's turn. That's too much of an interaction to have. We, we can also agree that Destroyer is not okay. Yeah, he's not. He's not uni mind powerful. Um, I, I don't like. I don't. I don't think Destroyer is too powerful. I don't think making a decisions on your opponent's turn is too powerful, anyways, because you already decide shape change, super senses, mastermind, and probability control. Right. On your opponent's turn. Um, So, um, I'm okay with it. I just find it funny that, like, four years later, like, they are still releasing things that increase the the amount of decision-making you have to make on your... um, Yeah. uh, On your opponent's turn. So, uh, I find it funny. Yeah. Anyways, that was my hot take number two, is that, like, making decisions on your opponent's turn is not that big a deal. Uh, therefore, hashtag unerata unimind, please. Hashtag no thanks. 
That's where I'm at. So, um, I realize that I have talked for almost uh, uh, 40 minutes straight here this this <laughs> evening. So, um, we might need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode for all people who are here for only modern hero clicks talk. <laughs> Join us at this point. So whatever the timestamp is. Yeah. 40, 48 minutes in, please start this for the modern hero click after, talk. After you get past the Pokemon discussion, skip ahead to the modern hero <laughs> yeah, For real. Because they're gonna be like they're gonna turn it on and be like, What am I listening to? Like, but I would I say I was, I was I was gonna say like I want A, I was like, I'm having fun tonight. I am wine fuel yeah. tonight. Um, I'm I'm in a good mood, right? Let's have some fun, right? Azra's on, and he's been on before, so uh, we're, we're just we're just having fun tonight. There's nothing there. It's another six. There's another about seven weeks until PJ's event, so we're kind of in a little bit of a lull. Next weekend's Brad's event. Um, yeah. So is that next weekend it is, yeah. Mister. Like a week need, from today. Yeah, like a week from tomorrow, Ooh. but uh, March fifth. Yeah. So, like, A, practice your team, Tyler, and, like, B, Alex, decide on a team. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's all right. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. What do you mean you're good? You're not going to decide? You have, have like, 95% of modern to choose from now, and you can. (laughs) Oh. So. Yep. There, uh, There are a lot of really good choices. There for is. three different teams. There is. Yeah, I don't think it actually affects building that much. But, uh, so, um, but the the last part of the segment that we're here today is uh, surrounding Mr. Azra Strife's win in the Coffee and Clucks event, which ended up being 48 players, uh, pod play, um, top 16. Um, How long did it last? Like it was like seven weeks from the start of January till mid February. Yeah. Really? Dang. Yep. Didn't feel like it did. It really didn't, and it flowed really well. I guess I didn't make it as <laughs> as long as you. I don't know how long those extra few rounds were, but it wasn't very long at all. I mean, I made it one extra round than than you did, Tyler, sure. but um, it wasn't not that bad. I mean, everybody got through their the pod play took the longest because like. I think like seventy mm-hmm. percent of everybody like got through it in the first weekend, and we're like, okay, everybody, <laughs> yeah, wrap, then, everybody, wrap your stuff up, please. It was everybody either finished early or at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe scoot the the window in a little bit. I'm not sure. I feel like it's not that hard to get the heroes game in in like three days. Well, especially not with the amount of concessions and drops and. <laughs> Yeah, there was there were some, some pods those. that like the winner of the pod played one game. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. Yep. so so I would say this, Azrath, right? Like, if we if we break down a an analysis of the analysis of the event and we talk about mm-hmm. the drops and the concessions, um, we don't discuss that. Th- we don't discuss that in the light of like. Um, negating or taking away from your win oh, of sure, the sure, event, sure. but given the given the atmosphere, right? Some of the results seemed like they were skewed based on the drops. Sure, that's um, fair. And I will I will take solace in 
I we did have a drop in my pod, and I'm the only one that played all three games in my pod. Right. Yeah, you did. And they were the, so the thing is like in my pod, um, there was a drop. Um, I played and won my first game. I'm gonna say barely. Right. It wasn't a wipe. Um, it was a well fought battle, and then I lost my second game. So the third guy, our games came down to who was going to win our pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he conceded, which means that I beat the person that I lost to because we also had a zero zero loss. Um, uh... So, but what that comes down to is that the concession may have made me be seated higher or yeah. lower than where I could have been, which then affected my games through single elimination. Yeah, the only thing I would have liked to have seen differently with drops slash concessions is them not be awarded full points. They should have been awarded uh, the same as a buy. They should have been awarded as a win with 150 points. I tried to argue that with yeah, uh, I disagree. people. Yeah, not, not I, di- I didn't say anything to like Anthony or anything like that, but I, I, I went through, I mean, these guys could tell you. I was going through yeah. a whole thing where I was yeah. like, well, I, for me, what was the worst part? And there's no offense to Tyler. The worst part is that there were Uh-oh. there were extra spots available for points, like your record. So it's mm-hmm. like you had the top. Yeah, the wild cards. The wild cards. That was my really only big problem. If you have drops, okay, it's self-contained in the pod. But right. the problem is, is if you have wild cards, yep. okay, well, all of them are elevated because they instantly get 300 points. Yep. And that's where I felt like, oh, that that stinks for the few people that maybe played all three games, and they, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you got to look at the other side, right? Because if you give them 150 points, you're you're kind of screwing those people. But they didn't have to play the game. They didn't have to, but it's not their fault that their opponent conceded. But it's not. So in in my example of I played the guy that dropped from my pod, and I won 300 to zero. My opponents shouldn't, in my opinion, should not be awarded the same victory that I got for playing. But I'm saying that you're you're then punishing them because someone else quit. But right? you could also lose that game. You could, but you, you, you're you're, you're win, you get the win. Yeah, like you get a win. I, I get what you're you saying, did. Tyler. Well, I think I don't remember exactly. Someone told me that one of the people in my pod dropped. I believe. Um, after, after I played him, after you played him, and it was the Thanos guy. Yeah, I didn't score three hundred points, and I wasn't given three hundred points. Right. So you, you you beat the guy. You beat the Thanos guy. Then he mm-hmm. dropped, and then your mm-hmm. your other pod mates got the three hundred point win that you didn't get, which kind of screws you. Well, and, and ultimately, though, I did look into it. I mean, the, those points ultimately didn't matter. But sure, but there could have been a scenario where if I needed to get in on points, I had a good enough record, I didn't get it because I played my game and I yeah. just wasn't. I you know it's against Thanos. It's kind of hard at times to wipe Thanos yep. Yep. unless you're super super built for it. Mm-hmm. At least in this tournament. So it, all it all it leads me to think with this type of pod play is just one. You just if you're going to run a pod play tournament, you just have to have a cutoff. Wild, wild cards are not good for pod play. In theory, it sounds great. Like it, it's like, oh, cool, you know. If you don't win your pod, 
yeah you've got a chance but it's so hard to cut that off though because how you can only do what 16 or 32 yeah. or 64 or eight, sure. or eight. Or, right so or or or, or structure or the turn or structured the the tournament after the sing, the single elimination you could structure it with differently with buys and stuff like that well, so like, like but the thing is you can do a top 12 yeah and and you just make um you make your wild cards play in play an extra game in but then you know there's the is the downside that that takes longer and that sort of thing yeah i think my problem was it straight if you took away the wild cards and it was just strictly you had all these drops then they were they would be self-contained within their pod <laughs> and right. then it's just like oh this person dropped everyone in the pod gets a win in full points just because they dropped or you could just say no you you could also say no points and no win if someone dropped, if you wanted to, if it's yeah. self-contained in a pod. I mean, it doesn't matter at that and point. I just, I just want to go on record and say, like, that none of this is, like, backlashing against, like, for Tony. Like, he made a decision in the middle of the tournament. I respect the decision that he made. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, yeah, it's a new type of tournament we don't know. but And this is, like, the one thing we're singling out because everything else was so good. It was a really yeah. fun tournament. It was like, going, I really like pod play. Just the like going week to week, and you get to like everybody's team was posted at the beginning, so you get to see matchups and stuff. If you if you yep. want to watch a game, it's gonna it's scheduled, and you can hey, I'm gonna watch this game. That, uh, it was yep. pretty fun. Was like, yeah, it was so, right, and and, and there was certainly nothing wrong with Tony's decision, right? It's just a uh, it's just a thought process we have on these things. I, and... I just think it's a difference of opinion. Some people agree, some people disagree. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and keep in mind, you know, this is a ch it was a charity tournament. It wasn't. I don't think Absolutely. ever intended to be. It pr it probably got bigger, which is a great thing. But it, it we kind of turned it into a med major meta tournament. Mm -hmm. Like lat the year before, it wasn't this big well, of a tournament because it was that's sealed. The year before, it wasn't three hundred modern. Well, that's true. It was that's sealed. True. Right. But, I mean, we we've we've had pod play tournaments like this before. The Chicago people ran that one. weren't this big. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Well, like this... so some of the early some of the early pod play tournaments of the pandemic during April to June of 2020 were this big, but then as we progressed through 2020 and then enter 2021, everybody got burnt out on online play, and then nothing online happened from June to December of 2021. Of yeah. of significant size, and then this came out, and everyone was kind of refreshed well, the on the, the broadcast. The broadcast, broadcast stuff was world. Yeah, I mean, but that wasn't a pod play style tournament. That was a one day thing. Okay. Several other right. one one day things had come out. Um, I, I just I just think strictly, if you're going to run a pod play tournament, you need to either make sure that either have a very set drop policy or just don't allow wild cards unless you play a mini buy-in tournament uh you know a win in your in type tournament like you know march madness right like uh like he does right but like if you i don't know like you can either do it to where like nine like if you're going to do a top eight uh and you have buys um like um six through 12 have to play in for the top eight i don't that would be six six Probably. six seven eight or no sorry five five six seven and five six seven and eight 
have to play in 9, 10, 11, 12, and then that determines your top eight. Kind of. I feel like the same issues apply. Hey, look, look, let me ask you guys a random question. That well, Not semi-random. What is there any merit to maybe or thought behind having bigger pods? It would take more st- tournament structure because obviously you can't play everybody in the pod. But have it where it's like an eight-person pod? I have no idea. <laughs> As uh, my, brain, to four? my brain is not functioning right eight, now. Yeah, eight-person eight 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 pod and top two make it from the pod in. Yeah, and you that's, have to play. That's possible too. So. Because the, the thing people love about pod play, one, is you get, I think everyone likes that you could see the team. So it's kind of nice to be able to, a little bit of prep. But it's also the flexibility of being able to, hey, you've got a week to play these people. Yeah. Like, that's what people like. So you could do that in a bigger pod, or, or you could you could play around with that instead of just a four person pod to make it work better. Sure, sure. I'm just want, I'm just thinking about different types of tournament structure to avoid this type of thing. Obviously, I mean, I, hopefully we're. I mean, I think everyone's basically given up on COVID at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like we're we're too busy worried about the the stuff going on overseas right now, where it's like, I don't think anybody. I don't even see COVID really in the news anymore. Well, so, so you got to remember, Alex, the pandemic ended yesterday. The same, oh, my bad. The same day that the invasion started. Um, oh. Oh, they were waiting for COVID to end. Okay. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. How, con- how convenient of the pandemic to end. Yeah. Uh, man, well, now... I wish the pandemic had continued. No, you don't say then, that. Take that back. Cancel. Take that Canceled. back. Canceled. Yeah, you're Canceled. done. You're Next done. You're done. You're done. No, no, no uh, more pandemic, please. Um, but uh, are we talking teams? We are. So, um, man, look at Tyler bringing us like it's the first time ever. Tyler brings us back. <laughs> he, he wants to get back to Elden Ring. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. No more hero clicks today. All right. So I tell you what, Azrith, um, tell tell us about your team and um, tell how wrong we were. Tell Teller, Tyler, and Alex how terribly wrong they were for ranking Venom or Wolverine so low. You're trying to get out of it like you didn't put it in C. Uh, I put it in I, C. Uh, that was higher than you guys. So I. I will say that all three of you are wrong, and I'm very glad to prove it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, my team ended up, like, uh, I guess I'll, I'll break down the team for anybody that mm-hmm. hasn't seen it. Uh, it's a plus-six monster theme uh, with Blackheart, Venom Wolverine, Sky Tyrant, Venom Magneto, Commissioner Orange Proteus, with Power Gem, Remaker Ring, and then a Reign of Terror for the map bonus. Um Venom Wolverine is as good as I thought she was when when she first got spoiled. Like I was high on her from the very beginning. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with not very good. I thought you were no. Oh yeah, you guys are absolutely right. She's just a charge piece. Absolutely terrible. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I didn't know how your gains went or hadn't heard anything about it, and you read off your team, 
I would have been like, well, yeah, you won. You've got Blackheart, Sky Tyrant, Venom Magneto, Commissioner. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Venom Wolverine was there for flavor or something. I don't know. Like, and, and she ended up just, she pulled a, a lot of weight. Every game, a different figure really got to shine, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I like I said, um, when she first got spoiled... The problem was she was competing with Venom Rogue for that close combat piece with the new symbiote trait, which is amazing, by the way. That new symbiote trait is amazing. It's pretty um, Yeah, it comes in a lot. Especially and people don't game. remember it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, but she was fighting Venom Rogue for that 75-point uh, close combat piece, yeah. and Venom Rogue before the errata was just better. Um, real quick, r- real quick. The symbiote trait is plasticity super senses. If Venom Wolverine is within four squares in line of fire of any opposing character, she can't be targeted by ranged attacks. Just yep. throwing yeah. that out there for those that yes, are driving. Um, it's just, it's so good, but like Venom Rogue, pre errata, and Venom, Venom Wolverine was originally Venom when I built the team. Sure. Uh, because she just becomes a second better valued Sky Tyrant. And because she thought um, Venom Wolverine was bad, right? Like, yeah, absolutely, because she was terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, because of the silly things you could have done with Venom Rogue before the errata was like copy Venom Magneto's special power, have a free TK for Sky Tyrant, then get free TK'd by Venom Magneto, copy Sky Tyrant's speed power. Right. It's It was just dumb. But yeah. Venom, once the errata came around, Venom Wolverine then just jumped back into where I already thought she was great because she's Punisher War Machine, yeah, which is yeah. already a good yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, but she's a Punisher War Machine with wild card. Yeah, the wild card is... I did not value those highly this year. Right, so yeah, like, so what we... So what we, the interaction we definitely missed out on was... I don't want to spoil this for you, Az, but I just want to be clear about yeah, it. We, we missed out on Venom Wolverine being a team player... And the fact that Commissioner has Monster and has Underworld, we, oh yeah, we missed that completely. Both of all three of us did, and uh, we are eating our what's it called? What, what do you eat when you're eat your hat? Your Chipotle. I, yeah. Oh my god. Eating your hat is the phrase. Yeah, <laughs> eating your Chipotle. Maybe that's there's the something phrase. with comeuppance. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, anyways, we uh, what what about what about Muppets? Yeah, we, we're definitely the eating it. Whatever it is, eating, eating your hat. Okay, that, maybe it. that's a phrase in Philadelphia, but or uh, Pittsburgh. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, yeah, sorry, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. What are Yins talking about? I don't know what yeah, Yins are talking yeah. about. But oh, you uh, compare us to them over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that she gets the copy is she gets the copy Batman ally from Rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helps a lot too. Uh, uh, but then she also like the giant reach. Um, is great because she gets to tie up a piece that she doesn't want to kill, can't be shot by anybody else now, and gets to attack other people. Yeah, Giant Reach should be valued higher than it is. It 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 makes a figure so much better to have that, mm-hmm. like crazy amounts. Yep. Uh, but yeah, she like she performed well. Blackheart did Blackheart things. Sky Tyrant did, did Sky Tyrant things, and Orange Proteus was a hoss in almost every game. Yeah, he was the one that got me when we played for sure. Yep, yep. <laughs> because I, that was very annoying. He's uh, because... he's really so he's really strong when paired with Venom Wolverine. Because, yeah, because I like, well, plasticity, and then like specifically, I was preparing for like the Thanos matchups with it. Of I'm gonna go base Thanos. 
have Proteus near him, barrier around Thanos and Venom Wolverine, and what are you going to do? Uh, I rolled a six on the, on the breakaway. Uh, but, but so I miss barriered against you. You had nowhere to go if I barrier properly. No. Yeah, it was annoying for sure. Against uh, the the Proteus was probably the MVP of our match. Yep, agreed. The mistake Tyler made was allowing, probably allowing Proteus to retail. There's an argument there. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> but the rest, the rest, the rest of my team is a huge threat, though. <laughs> really? It's like the three best attackers in modern. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and I think that's why your team warrants an and a. Uh, explanation like i think that's why it's good that you're on to talk about it because mm -hmm. i legitimately w would look at your team and i say okay he's playing the best pieces in modern and he just has a thing for venom wolverine right so <laughs> so i would say the basis and I, I went back and looked this up so the reason we rated venom wolverine so lowly is or lower than obviously her performance was um is that there was no reason you would play Wolverine, the because over a black, but her over yeah. a second black card, right? Yeah, I mean, that uh, was the end I of the and, and I will disagree on that because two black cards I think is is superfluous because they can't both activate the trait, and one yeah. black card is enough. That's true. They do play well together, though. Like if you hit either of them hit with a leadership, it's you know it's better because they yeah. Um, you have two shots at getting at least one guy to go. On. Sure, absolutely. Um, but what I loved about the team when I was building the team, and I like, I sent it to Drasafa, I sent it to PJ. I'm like, hey, I, I put this team together. What do you guys think? And I like, I make the joke that I channeled like my inner Joe when I built this team because it's just offense. Yeah, it's sure. just go. <laughs> um, yeah, it and... can make three to five attacks on its alpha strength. Yeah, so could you just like set up your like your go-to alpha, like mm -hmm. the, the maximum one? So the the at max potential, it's on a four by four map. So like Iron Man's workshop. It's TK Sky uh, power action TK Sky Tyrant. Mm -hmm. Venom Wolverine copies wild card on turn one, carries Venom Magneto up. Mm -hmm. TK Sky Tyrant to meet Venom uh Venom Wolverine. Wait, what was the last part? The free TK Sky Tyrant further. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on the 4x4. Four four. I don't need the second. The free TK goes to Blackheart. To get him up, okay. Yep, so if, I, if I've if i made a guard, mm -hmm. Sky Tyrant charge flurries carrying Venom Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Two attacks, drops her off. She makes an attack. Blackheart running shot shoots, kills a guard, shoots again. Can he reach? Which for the TK and uh, killing a guard? On a 4x4 four, four four he can. Oh, okay. Yeah, and are you equip are you equipping her? So I would generally equip her with the Remaker Ring, which gives her the token. She gets the second token for moving, carrying Venom Magneto. Yep, or yeah, whatever. You or want. whatever she wants to do on turn two. <laughs> um, normally, I would give Tyrant the Power Gem, but I've been learning a lot because Tyrant is such a target. Power Gem on Blackheart is just really good. It is. I yeah. I'd probably prefer it on Blackheart because he he gets to attack so much. You're, you're mm -hmm. right. I feel like Sky Tyrant could just do enough on his own. Agreed. So yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Hmm. 
and then usually so my turn one is usually double equip make rookie is my turn win map most of the time so i think i won i think i won map one more time than i lost map okay i lost map i won map twice in all of top 16 okay i won against you and i won against larry that makes sense you're plus six i mean yep um i lost to nate down two. I lost to Patrick down a million. <laughs> um, and I, then I, I should have watched that game. I meant to. I don't, is it recorded anywhere? It is okay. on the Clickstuff YouTube and on the Coffee and Clicks YouTube. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I know I meant to. I watched a lot of the games. Um, watch, yeah. How did that game go? Um, because really well lo- for me. Losing map to monsters it, in most situations, just like well. All right, so past goals just win. Dan, you you were so, you were observing the game. So so here here here's my point, right? So here's what I'd like to talk about, right? And so Azrith, right? So like, and this is a, this is a good point for you to as you come off your first big tournament win here, and mm-hmm. how do you parlay that? Yeah, it was Azrith's first yeah, big. This is this was my first my first big win. Yeah. Okay, I kind of just assumed you had one because you guys see you all the time. Okay, congratulations. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So, so this is so. Here's the nuance of pod play versus IRL play. Um, okay. So as Azrith entered top four, um, I, I I spent time with Azrith along with Joe and PJ and I think even Jack. Um, yeah, spent a lot of time reviewing our clicked off footage, footage that I had streamed of uh, Nate, and what does Azrith need to do in that matchup, right? Mm-hmm. So like that whole first turn where Azrith goes and Sky Tyrant bypasses that he bypasses the whole Lockjaw squad and goes yep. KOs everybody in that room. That one hundred percent planned out. That was a calculated play down to the T. And then I didn't participate in his finals match, but uh, Azrith had a very spread out play on Otherworld yep. Castle to where Sky Tyrant wasn't going to be able to KO anything of significance. Uh, yeah, so on, Joe, on... PJ, and I worked very worked pretty diligently on that setup. Right. Okay. So uh, here's the yeah. stepping stone that I want to point out for everyone, right? As you wa- as you watch those two matchups on the Clickstuff YouTube channel, um, and then understand how pod play works, the stepping stone there is that when you go to an IRL tournament, and as you enter something like Worlds or Nationals, all of that prep is done prior to the tournament. <laughs> Yep. So, I think we spent. I think you spent at least five hours on your top four match. You spent at least five hours on your finals match. Um, yep. That. So whenever I say, uh, whenever I said in the past, and I've been made fun of for this saying this before, like, oh, you're joking, you're lying, um, and I'm absolutely not. No cap. When I go into worlds or nationals, uh, the ones that I've won. The two worlds that I won, Rock Worlds, I had 400 hours of practice going into those tournaments. Yeah. Between talking, playing, strat- strategizing, strategery, 
and you have to have all of that done prior to entering the single day or two day tournament. And I think that's something um, that a lot of people like misconstrue as far as like prep time doesn't necessarily mean time. You can just be theory crafting. You can just be talking about things and that's prep. Right. Yeah. So like each individual matchup spends, you know, multiple hours like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, and I, and I go back to this one just because it's one of our more, more famous examples but Tyler and I spent three hours on what happens if you lose map to the Gotham City theme team with his Wales team. Yep. And during our theory crafting was is if and so what we typically do with theory crafting is, you know, our we assume that our opponent's gonna play perfectly. What happens if our opponent plays perfectly or near perfectly? Yep. And and like in that situation, I was like, I'm sorry, Tyler. I think that if the Gotham City team wins map and plays perfectly or near perfectly, your win chances are probably 30%. Yeah. Because Account I, for perfect play and average dice. Right. And, and, and in that situation, right, like, it, like just for a little bit more detail for those that haven't been following us for four years um, is like that Gotham city matchup. Tyler loses a three of his three or four of his retails um, Mm -hmm. that turn. And uh, he loses a whale. He loses one whale or two whales. And I'm like, "I I don't know how you recover from that Tyler. And so Tyler, as he goes into his finals match of worlds, that situation happens, and his opponent doesn't play out that way. But Tyler has planned for the worst case scenario, and it doesn't happen, and he's able to pull it out. Yeah, um, so he gets to he gets to adjust to the mistakes his opponent is making right. instead of having to do it on the fly. That's right. So um, in a pod play tournament, right, you're able to do that with some prep time, right? You're Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever it comes to a, a, you know, the big tournament, you have to Batman the entire field prep time, the whole field before you go into play. Um, so that's, that's the stepping stone. I will say also, there are times where you do get a little bit more prep time when, if you make it to the cut, absolutely. Because if you make it to the cut, generally there is a, a couple hours break, or even at nationals, there's like a, a day break. You know like, who hey. your opponent is, and then you can go into the the second day with yeah. them. Sure, sure, yeah, I so, agree. So, but yeah, and so I, but that's time. a relatively new thing, right? Like uh, nationals and worlds 2019 were the first ones to introduce the two day event where yeah. top, where top eight was cut onto Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was relatively new, but, um, but yeah, absolutely. 100%. And that's, that's something that like, I was even like, I was kind of down on myself a little bit when I was talking to like Joe, I was like, Hey, like, you know, we worked on this a lot and we prepped on it on, on each game. Like, does that make this win less for me? And he's like, no, everybody that you played had the same opportunity to do that. Right. Exactly. You're right. So it is the same idea, right? So as you know, as you're, it doesn't take away from anything from your win or anything. 
mm-hmm. but it's just a it's just a point that I want to make. Like you got to do that before each round, knowing who your opponent is. Right. The the stepping stone for you and what I want to see from you in future events is you've got to do that prep time prior to the event. Yeah. Because like the difference being like if you had faced you know Pat or uh, Nate you know and you didn't it was a one day tournament right you hadn't really made that prep time you may not have I probably don't make those plays you probably don't make those plays right so yeah I mean the same can be said the other way too though like (laughs) Pat knew what his team was right and he obviously would have came up with a plan Right. Well, I yeah. mean, but, but like Pat's team, for example, right, would have just done the same thing, right? Like his team's fairly, fairly linear, right? As in, uh, you know, Jubilee, con- no, Ju- Jubilee somehow gets converted and yeets on turn two, right? Sure. Which ended up not happening. Right. See, there you go. <laughs> so, so he had some adjustment time. It didn't work out well for him. Let's, let's be. It didn't. Um, if you if you go watch the game, Tyler, you'll see my setup in my starting area, and you're gonna think it's a little weird. Okay. Because it even like Pat even said he's like you're really spread out. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I don't want to get sky. I don't want my whole team to get sky time. Right. Yeah. But I had but we had set up a play in our starting area that could go based on whatever Pat did on his turn one. Okay. I could either if he sidesteps the moloids like we ex- like we, like we expected. I can go and actually kill the Moloids and have Tyrant back in my starting area. Oh, okay. Um, and then protected by Proteus. If he doesn't do that, I can equip Tyrant with the remake, protect him with Proteus, and hope. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's just the, you know, as, as a guy who does a lot of data, tries to apply a lot of data analytics to HeroClick tournaments, that's why it's hard to with this tournament. Um, because of like you can generally but it's it's a little hard because you have to factor in pod play you have to factor in all mm-hmm. these things that occur that don't necessarily typically occur which doesn't make them bad it's just it's it's hard to figure out where i guess where the meta is based off of this cuz this is sure, obviously sure. the first empire ter- legal tournament like obviously, you could take away monster is crazy good. Like that's an obvious. I, I think monster is probably the best keyword. Right. Which so that that would I lead like... real quick. That would lead me to my another point here. Right. Three of the top four in this tournament were sky tyrants. Really? Yeah. And were they all monster? All th- the first the top three teams were all monsters. That's we right. All. Um, and then there was numerous Sky Tyrants, right, throughout Top 16. Mm-hmm. So regardless of, like, the data analytics, like, oh, the, the nuances around the data analytics, how many times do we have to say on this podcast or to the general competitive community in general, is your team ready for Sky Tyrant to come fucking punch you in the face? Let's, uh, uh, Azra, do you think Sky Tyrant should be on the watch list? We talked about this before. Hmm. I think it, I think he would be. I think he would. He would be worth a look at. Yeah. yeah. So in in my final game against Pat, after Sky Tyrant went and killed the Moldloids, he didn't do anything else the rest of the game. 
Sure. He never yeah. left my starting area. <laughs> well, he went back to your starting area, and then he went and charged uh, down towards the bottom. <laughs> yeah, of he did. He did go to your opponent's starting side, kill and come back. Combat, yes. and come back. <laughs> so it's you know that was Venom Max enabling that though. Yeah, he's really good too. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say with Sky Tyrant because, like, obviously he does so well so often, and everybody knows what he does, and he still does it. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, it's it's really just it's it's all the little things that he does. It's hard to. It's say. the combination of powers. Yeah, like it's it, it is because it, it's nothing like inherently broken. Like full map charge, we've seen people with that. Like quake, we've seen people like every somebody can do what he does, but nobody can do everything he does. And I think just it's the combination. And nobody does think, it, nobody does it as well as he does, really. Right, as guest on, yeah. Yeah, um, I think, I think if he didn't have the move after on. after each hit, he would be much more reasonable. But the fact that he can get two triggers of the the move half. Yeah, I've said once per turn on that would be an okay fix for him. He'd still be just really good. Well, okay, but... so real quick, like you you mentioned, is he should he be put on the watch list? Mm-hmm. Like, remember the last watch list was uh, Black Widow. end of twenty twenty. Yeah, so you had Tri Sentinel, Iceman, Black Widow, Valeria, Venom, Groot, seventeen seventy six. And Captain Marvel. Now, obviously, some of those had inherent problems, like Tri Sentinel. You had Valeria and Groot had their little issue. So it was mostly seventy six Widow, and then maybe Captain Marvel, even though they ultimately didn't errata Marvel. Sure. So that's what you had on the previous watch list. If you want to use that as a litmus test, yeah, I think Sky Tyrant is more of a problem than Valeria von. More, wait, you cut out. I, I think Sky Tyrant is more of a problem than Valerian. Uh, you cut out again, Valerian? Andrew. Can I cut out again? Yeah. Sky yeah, Tyrant yeah. is more of a problem than VVD. Sky Tyrant is more of a problem... Oh, than VVD was pre-erratic. Agreed. Yes. Okay. Um. And I played Latveria. Like, I played that team. It's gotta be true, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the issue... No... The problem with her is that you could do it multiple times. So you could just like move up and then and then deal five damage to somebody without rolling. That was the issue with her. Even if it wasn't good, it was just like sort of broken. It wasn't like Sky Tyrant. There's nothing broken about Sky Tyrant. We're just nerfing him because he is too good, which is pretty rare. They, they've He's always just too effective for his. Well, party. remember they tried to watch this vulture and did nothing. So because he couldn't go on a theme. Wait, they didn't, yeah. <laughs> and then the next. Um, no, I know, but inherently, Vulture, you could argue it was worse because he could just keep going. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. So there's like something they, about They do different broken. things. I'm just saying they he was put on the watch list and they said no. So, right. So, like, so yeah, Alex, so from, based on your litmus test, right, Sky Tyrant is fine. If I was if I were to a betting man and trying to say what WizKids would do, they would say he's fine. Yeah, I, I agree, and I agree with you, right? So my point is, you have to be ready for Sky Tyrant, mm-hmm. right? Like it, like it's it's what does your team do if you lose map to Sky Tyrant, and yep. and very notably again between worlds. In second place of this event, 
What happens when your team loses to Sky Tyrant and there's a Jubilee? Mm-hmm. Both of those things are extremely important because Jubilee makes your barrier not matter. So Sky yep. Tyrant can come in and flurry. And someone would say, well, only Pat's playing Jubilee. Well, there's X-Men. X-Men showed up yep. in, the, in the Texas event. They The final team. Now, while the Doom... Uh, the Doom Thanos team um, prevailed. They played on Otherworld Castle with a Jubilee, um, and Eskew was able to get around it. Um, but Jubilee, super relevant, second place in She's the two so big good. events. She won. She won the Bradcast Unofficial Worlds. So Jubilee paired with the Sky Tyrant. What does your team do? Can you survive yeah. it? If the answer is no, or Ugh. Maybe you need a team. Maybe you need a, a team build adjust. Maybe you need a doctor. Yeah. You know what? And the the halftime the, half, the halftime show was legit. Okay. We got the doctor back. Yeah. Um, but to your point, Dan, it could even be less of a build problem, more of a play style. Um a lot of players don't like to spread out. And a lot of teams don't work as well if you're spread out. But if but if it comes down to my team not working out or losing my entire team to Sky Tyrant, yeah, there, there's probably a right answer there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I missed the past like minute or two. You guys did talk about how just Monster just has a crazy low entry point to building a high theme, right? We didn't, but it's definitely there. Yeah, like like okay, outside yeah. of your unique team with Venom Wolverine. We all agree Monster typically needs to win map to just win consistently. They have the fe- flexibility with no, good pieces. I don't agree with that. What? I think if you build a team like like Pat's team, then yeah, they need to win map. But you could totally build a Monster team. Right, but I'm saying if you... Right. But the pieces they use for fluff aren't like multiple man. Like they aren't just like oh okay pieces like they're they're good fluff pieces yes like they're pieces that could sure you can argue okay Proteus is Proteus but no, he Proteus. still does they're fluff still, pieces Wendigo they're fluff pieces a win condition yeah but so God. so right now if they were trying to put it on the watch list they would probably just say yo I mean we're about to lose Dark Phoenix which means all those fluff monster pieces are gone so. Monster now has to go to like Azra's team, <laughs> a, a plus six because they're well, not no, going to have the flexibility. Right, that, which rotation rotation's really going to hurt my team because it loses Orange Proteus. Yeah, and there's not really a good monster barrier option. Agreed. Yep. But yeah, zero ring with Scarab. But zero ring might rotate too. Oh, it should rotate. Yeah, it's yeah. 2019 should be gone. Oh, this um, is sad. No, no, yeah, no, no. But... You're, 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 you're slightly incorrect there. So XCPS came out the end of 2019. Uh, the rest of the rings came out at the same time XCPS was released in 2019. Con LEs should get three years. Oh, three years. Sets, three years. sets get the two-ish year thing. So if I'm a betting man, I could be wrong. But based on past data, 
the rings should survive this year's cutoff. Should. Sure. There's no 2018. Right now we're at 2019. That's right? what I'm saying. It's early. 2019 cons should survive until 2023 retirement. Right, but I'm saying there's no years before 2019 that's legal. So I don't think they're just not going to not rotate anything con-wise. Because I think they went light last year anyway, didn't they? No, they only went light one set because of uh, Rebirth. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I would yeah, just that's a, that's a whole other because... that's a whole other different thing. But well, because because I'm also sitting here thinking that um, Monster we're about that we're 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 about to get so much so many more objects. Disney Plus has a bunch of objects. Uh, Exo Swords has a bunch of objects. Mm-hmm. I absolutely say, oh yeah, <laughs> gems are gone and the rings are gone because yeah, we're about to get two sets full of objects. It's different. I'm going to miss them so much because it was just like, you know, I need to add an object. Here's 10 options. Pick, you know, instead of just like one or two random things each set. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm with you. <laughs> so, so for like, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole different discussion. Um, now, for what that's worth. Is there anything? For, what's that, for, a... what, for what that's worth, real quick. Um, today's February 25th. Historically speaking, March 10th-ish is uh my birthday is it really your birthday no shit yeah um that is also the time or approximately when retirement is announced so nothing yeah, so, na- so now's now's when you need to be trying to sell your figures if you get it <laughs> that's, that's kind of true so yeah. mon- monster uh as his team back to that right back around to that. yeah um what i so no, there's nothing against Pat or Paul and their versions of the team that uses a lot of like the high theme. No, what I like most fun. about my version of the team is how durable it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, because the obviously you can't expect to go first on plus six. Um, so yeah, you have to basically assume you're going to go second a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like obviously you have the barrier that that helps depending on the map that they pick. Um, but yeah, you got. Obviously, nobody's focusing Blackheart, right? Because he's not dying. Right. Um, Venom Wolverine is super hard to kill. The only real lightweight is um, Sky Tyrant. Yeah, Sky Tyrant, because Commissioner can have stealth and um, and Mastermind. Yeah, so, which, I mean, they're all, basically they're always going on against Sky Tyrant. And then I'm assuming, well, you said you have remakering, right? Yep. So you just try to really just defend Sky Tyrant. Yeah, and honestly, like Remaker Ring will just go on. Mm-hmm. Um, because that gives her a double rollout plus poison. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and if they're going to commit fully to my Sky Tyrant, I they are probably within me within reach of me countering. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So because my think, team is incredibly mobile as well. So I think one thing people are probably sitting here thinking, and it would be good to talk about, mm-hmm. is you know they're looking at your team thinking, hey, I want to play that. Sure. Has there been anything in War of the Realms no. that you're interested in? <laughs> no. Not I for that team. Ask. Listen, not for that team. It was not legal. Absolutely. So... Not for it's... that team. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask if somebody, is there anything on the team you would change right now, or are you just happy with it? I'm pretty happy with where it's at. Um, and honestly, like, if I have to lose Proteus, like, I don't know what I'm going to do to change it. There's yeah, probably yeah. some like small tweaks I can make as far as like maybe different objects. Um, 
But I, as far as right now, I'm pretty happy with what it was. Right. So if now, uh, if if uh, if you make it, if Proteus, I mean Proteus is most likely going to retire. So mm-hmm. you lose Proteus, you lose the Remaker Ring, you lose Power Gem. So it's actually 45 points that you free up. So there's a lot of 45 yeah. point monster options that you could slot back in. Yeah, and um, who knows what we might get in that time frame? We might get a monster piece with Bear. Right. Yeah, we're getting zombies. Yeah. So um, zombie strange. So specifically, let's talk about uh, Dylan Disney wants to know uh, how much work did Venom Wolverine actually put in? She uh, she died in one game. Because <laughs> um, you and... left her in the back because she's bad. Yep. Was that what we're going? Okay. That is exactly what happened. You're like <laughs> she she's she's theme fluff. I just keep her in the back. What, what her real weakness is is your te- is you not realizing your opponent has three outwits. Because mm, okay. um, I went in Alfred with my tyrant um, to kill his molecule man, um, hit molecule man, killed him, dropped Venom Wolverine off, blades his chip, killed chip oh. um, with Venom Wolverine, and then he triple outwitted Venom Wolverine and killed her. <laughs> And yeah, I was like, was oh, that's a thing that can happen. Yeah, never making that mistake again. Yeah, that's true. Um, but she just, she can do so much work as an offensive threat. She's very defensive. She's really annoying. Mm-hmm. She that's is. The most, that's the biggest thing. Like, I, so when I played against Tyler in top 16, one, I was so worried about, Steve, about blowing up his alchemical fire, I completely botched my alpha <laughs> because I didn't have Tyrant in line of fire of venom mags so i just said you know what screw it and i double tk'd venom wolverine out and ran her to his starting area yep i just sat there with plasticity and the (coughs) the giant dude yep with orange proteus there and i'm like all right you're either gonna fight her and i have coming next turn or you're gonna go deal with the rest of my team and she's gonna come up from behind yeah and she's just yeah she's she's very annoying because you never want to focus her, but mm-hmm. she, she has plasticity and she moves real far, so she, it's really hard to get away from her. Yep. And yeah. if you actually do tag her, she has a blades power that heals her. Right, yeah. Like, even if you focus her, it's hard to kill her in one, because she's, what, six clicks with a stop, right? It's five clicks to her stop click. Right, yeah. So it's, yeah. And she has traded super senses and that other thing. Yep. You said you equip her for the shape change. So it's, yeah. She's like... Really, more of a tie-up piece if we think about it. She's all, mm-hmm. she's obviously very effective offensively, but yeah, just as a tie-up piece. Yep. Um. So she pulled in. She pulled a ton of work. Like she, there was no one. I, I. I'll say this again. There was no one on my team that didn't pull their weight, and she just happened to also pull a lot of weight. Mm. Probably, honestly, more than Sky Tyrant was in some matchups because there were some matchups where Sky Tyrant really didn't get to do anything. Mm-hmm. And she was just able to, to do the things that she does. Like against Pat, I went from, to Pat's side of the map, just outside his starting area, just by carrying Blackheart and then Blackheart carrying her. Because mm-hmm. um, if you think about her underworld carry, it's a 13 square TK for Blackheart. Um, I mean, kind of. You can't do a power action after that. No, but when you have a guard, it is. Right, Yeah. <laughs> And then she's yeah. on two tokens and gets to attack, so you make up for the him not being able to power action attack mm-hmm. because he carries her up. Right, with the running shot, yeah. Yep, and then... So she moves 12 places in 13 running shots. 
while he Chamuswal places him, yep. would be in 14, places him in 15. He running shots all the way up to 20. Yep. Dang. Plays her in 21. She attacks 23 with third giant reach. Dang, uh-huh. that's full map. Yep. Just with her. Yeah. Um, that's, and that's yeah, what I did. Action, that's one action. Yeah. And you get two attacks in their starting area. <laughs> that's pretty nuts. You lose 25 points, obviously. Yeah. Yep, that was against Pat. My the points that I scored were four guards and a brainiac. Is what I gave up. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Venom Wolverine. I think a lot of people. I I say give her give her a shot, and I think if you if you play her properly, you will be surprised at how good she is. Yeah, I mean she's okay. still she's still really valuable, right? I mean just in general, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has two very good relevant keywords. She has X Men and she has Monster Detective. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Detective Co- Codex. Codex is definitely the one. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Don Bull wants to know. Um, as I think we answered Don Bull's second question. What matchup were you worried about the most? Uh, the one where the they have the triple outwit sounds like a... <laughs> uh that was definitely one actually the matchup i was most i i was most concerned about other than pat because i just knew i had to figure out something mm-hmm. was tyler oh <laughs> because i knew if i lost map against tyler that game was so much worse yeah because <laughs> you go to king's tomb and i'm just i had plays but man was it difficult yeah if I, with my team if i go to if i win map which i never did once and i go to king's tomb I, I and I get um, at least two power gems. I can like TK up, free phase, free TK, free phase, attack and mind control in your start anywhere on the map, and then I double power action TK him back and still have six squares of barrier. Like yep. that team is so good when I win map. Yep, but I never did. Yeah, so that was honestly <laughs> like my 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 biggest work matchup. Yeah, was losing map to Tyler. And, so yeah, I, and Tyler, we did not know at that time that Realm of Death was legal. Realm of oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would do that. That that map hurts in my head too much. No, <laughs> I. So I would say, just as a note, I am loving Realm of Death. Yes, people should. Yeah, if you don't have that map, maybe get it right yeah, now. It's, it's really it. good. It's really and if you're not if you're not looking at that map map, at least prep for it. Yeah, oh boy, like, I'm telling you, like, uh, we were talking in the pre-show just a little bit, um, Deity, Spider-Man, Family, Thanos, so I played Spider-Man, Family in the Coffee and Clicks event, and, like, I didn't play Thanos because it just didn't feel right, like, because you had Tyler's you team. Fantastic Four Switch on team. I did, I played Fantastic Four Swap, and, uh, like, Tyler's version and then Jackson Smith's Cosmic version, it, it just didn't feel right, like, I just couldn't explain, it just didn't feel right. Spider-Man, Spidey Thanos, boys, girls, it feels good. Like, it feels good to me. It feels great. Uh, Realm is, it, of... is it... I know we mean about you to mind. It feels like it's more reminiscent of uh, Fury, right? Where you set up Fury with, like, all of his... Oh, his yeah, so spot. it does. It does feel like It does feel like cosmic Nick Fury and cosmic Thanos... Um, so as with that's probably before you started playing. So back in the day, um, I had a plus five cosmic and it switched to a plus three soldier theme team with the orange battery 
where I was able to sit on top of a mountain, place heavy, heavy objects on the stairs going up said mountain, use the orange battery to cut off your improved movement. That was yep. so dumb. That whole thing was dumb. And then use fury to uh, outwit and take off your line of fire. And then I had an Ultron drone to call in a second fury. So my turn two was two furies shooting you for max for max damage and attack. Oof. Oof. Was that on the was that while the the map that started with an R was legal? Ryu, yeah. Ryut? Yeah. Yeah. So Alright. Uh, <laughs> so let's uh let's go ahead and wrap up some of these questions for Azrath here. Um I think uh I think I think we've uh Azrath, we've uh, we've kind of uh, kept him a little <laughs> bit longer than he would have liked to tonight. So, um, but yeah, uh, there's two more questions. So McConnell, mm-hmm. uh, how do you where do you feel Gamora and Destroyer Prime's rank top five, top ten, lower? And then Jack wonders, do you think Gamora Prime is the new Venom Wolverine? Um, Ooh, and specific like and specifically, do you do do you think that the we are ranking Gamora Prime too low. Which one do you like better, Gamora Prime or Venom Wolverine? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> um, and I guess where would you put her in our team maker too? That be... uh, so you guys had her in what B? Um, I had her in B. I don't know if anybody else had her higher. I think she can fluctuate between B and A. Um, she is very strong. I've been testing a lot. With She's really good. You do have to play a little differently to make sure that she is at least going to be able to go get an attack off before she dies. Yeah, for sure. Um, because then the rest of your team should be able to just kind of pick up where she left off. Mm-hmm. As far as where I rank the primes, Destroyer's in the top five. She's not. Yeah, that's um, 100%. She is not a top five prime. Probab- maybe low top ten. Yeah, maybe? there's so many good primes. Primes. There's so many good primes. Um, what she does with, that I really like is she can one-shot Blackhearts. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it, um, is, it is nice. But yeah, so I do think that she could end up being a sleeper figure, kind of like Venom Wolverine was. Just mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are really down on her and not giving her a chance. And she can just take over a game if you let her. Yeah, that's... She can for sure. <laughs> she can. I, I obviously agree. she's like I against Fantastic Four. Like I've tested against Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four hates her. Yeah. Because I just say you don't get mastermind. Sure. Yeah. When it's single attack. Same thing with um, animals. No. I mean yes, but uh, Gladiator. She gets through Gladiator really well as well. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Gladiator. Well, so if you get to him before the confidence. Right. Yeah. 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 So, like, I think my only weakness, my only problem with Gamora, um, and while I don't think I'm personally sleeping on her, is that she is not that she doesn't she doesn't get swapped, and if she goes second, like I as my as me as in winning map player going first, I have a chance to do something about it. And if I don't do Absolutely. if I don't do something about it, that's on me, yo. And yep. um, even if I go second, right, like I should be able to block against her 
and if I don't, then that's on me. It feels like it feels like losing to Gamora is more on your opponent than what my uh, than what so, the person playing. It comes, Gamora. it comes down to the skill. It comes down to skill. You either lost to it because you let it happen, or your opponent out. Right. Yeah, I think I tend to agree with that. So, can you say the same with Sky Tyrant though? Well, I, I am. I agree, but Sky Tyrant and a little bit more. It, it, Sky Tyrant's even more oppressive in that manner. Um, because yeah, because Sky Tyrant's also not a prime. Yeah, he's not a prime, and if you TK out Gamora and she charges, you don't even care. You don't have a prime on your team. You don't care if he's a prime. That's destroy it. No, well, obviously now. Oh no, I lied. Him. There is something that I changed about my. Oh yeah, it. true. Add destroyer. You are correct there. See, yeah. There you go. And then I think destroyer there was one last good. one last question. Oh, Don Bull did want to know: Do you mm-hmm. um, think you would ever swap out Proteus and the Remaker Ring for your uh, Ymir or Surtur? Oh no! Before not on okay. that, not on that team. But I like Surtur. Oh no! I like you're one ball. of those. You're one of those. How can you like Surtur when you just played Commissioner? For 15 games, they're the same point cost. Because it's well, so, so, dumb. so let me let me let me rewrite. I like Surtur, not on monsters. On ruler, on Spider-Man family. But then you, if you do Spider-Man family, you got um, Fulcum. He's way better. If you're playing the robot version, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play the the Mary Jane to bring him in. And and the thing with that's different with him with than Fulcum, he doesn't have colossal indifference. I can call in help from the Spider Verse, Surtur across the map with Hammer Eye. Well, that's pretty fun. Wait, no, you can't. Yeah, you can. No, it's you get a place adjacent. Wait, somebody with the Spider Man family keyword adjacent? Yes. I thought it was the other way around. No. I thought they pulled. Okay, that's pretty fun. Okay. So you can you can Surtur bomb somebody. Why has someone ever done this? Because so I saw like, someone do it once. So the, the issue is and it was really I, good. The issue in general, Tyler, is that you've played Hammer Eye without other Spider-Man family keywords. Yeah, you don't know what that trait does. Yeah, That's so I, I don't think Spider. I don't think. I, didn't know he had I don't think. I, I don't think. Yeah, Hammer Eye is not. I don't think is at his strongest. Like from what we've seen currently on Spider-Man Family, he's stronger on Animal. But uh, sure, it's a three through six, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And you can have an empower set where he's going to come in. Damn it! I mean, you're also used to to carrying a bunch of people and placing them. Right, you can't have placed. Yeah, so like on oh. animal, like on animal, the, that first bop over, you're not Less getting Surter over. It's if you survive for the next turn and he hits. And if, and if you... they're bypassing the rest of my team to go kill Surtur, I'm going to kill the rest of their team. Right. So like so like in Azra's example, you can TK out Spider Hammer, right? Because it says no other character. Even so... when he comes over, it's like it's fine. It's a 12 for 3 attack. That shuts off stop clicks until your next turn. Well, if you pick the stop. Right? So like, so like. And they saw the powers that are on the stop. So hold on, Tyler. So here's the. Here's the here's the situation, right? So you do the eight square TK because Spider Man family gets that, whatever. Yep. Um, and then you move him out twelve squares. Then he gets a free attack with the Waddle Arm, or free attack with the Waddle Arm Giant Reach. 
Yep. He gets to do it. He gets to try to call over then. And then he gets to attack with his, potentially with in-cap or free attack from the Waldo Arms, and gets to try to roll again. It's right. once per turn. Uh, no. Not a word I'm reading right now. It says, when Spider-Man hits an opposing character, if no other character has been placed this turn, after resolution, so if you roll a one or two on the first oh, one... I didn't get, realize that. Yeah, you get to roll again do... with Spider-Ham. Even better. So... Oh, okay. I think it, the the thing that people are looking at Surtur and saying he's bad are because they're comparing him to Surtur. No. He's I... not old Surtur. I didn't know. No, that. Tyler compares him to Commissioner. Oh. Yeah. They do completely different things. Yeah, yeah no. Tyler likes they don't. to do that. If you... If I... If I... No. They don't. <laughs> He's a great attacker. He adds rookie, who is arguably a better attacker than Surter, and that's on top of everything else he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> Surter's not good. I stand by it. Well, you're uh, allowed to be wrong, Tyler. You're, you're allowed. <laughs> I played Surter Thursday. He's really great. Uh, but no, I wouldn't switch out Orange Proteus for Surter or Emir on my team. <laughs> sure, you probably need the barrier more. Yeah. Orange produce is just too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so um, let's wrap up for today. Uh, final thoughts. Um, Azrath, as the guest of honor today, you go first. What are your final thoughts? Um, I'm excited to get back to in-person. I'm excited for PJ's event. Um, Same. When is that? April? April. Yeah, April. It's just uh, it's a very different feeling to actually play with, like, figures in your hand roll actual dice need to get some lock jaws um but yeah so and uh i appreciate all the like 40 bucks um i've got two of them tyler yeah and if anybody is interested in those games go to clickstop youtube check them out the top four in the finals game i want to watch it I just, on a side note, I think that's like the best way to practice is to watch your games back. You learn yep. so much doing that. I watch them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, Alex, final thoughts? Um, the reason I ranked Venom Wolverine so low is because she has the Codex keyword. And uh-huh. everyone knows everyone's playing Carnage Symbiote. And, you know, healing three, that's just, she's garbage tier. I mean, that makes sense. Codex. actually done that too. Yeah, it happens every game, man. Uh, oh, you okay. just you got to watch this game. You just don't see it. Um, well, that's valid, and you were correct. Yeah, we, so we were all yeah. wrong. Yeah, so and, she, and she's just the charge piece. Yeah, just, just it's mostly the Codex part. You've convinced me it's only the Codex part. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tyler. Um, um, Ring. Uh, your mind's in a different universe at the moment. I'm watching um, a YouTube video. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstop today. Congratulations, Address, again on your win. Thanks for joining Thank us. You. And uh, we'll talk to you all next time. Uh, and uh, have a great night. See ya. See ya. Mm-hmm.